0: nostalgic movie
1: review from nerdy all right, man all right oh, we are a go hello everybody hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of new nostalgic movie reviews i am david
0: and i'm steven
1: <laughs> and, and uh today we are looking at steven's pick palm springs yes. this is a 2020 film rated r it's an hour and a half long and the synopsis is uh, stuck in a time loop. Two wedding guests develop a budding romance while living the same day over and over again.
0: Yes. Um, this movie stars Andy Sandberg, uh, Kristen Milioti, J.K. Simmons, uh, Peter Gallagher. Let's see. Meredith Hagner and Tyler Hoechlin and Camilla Mendez. Those are the main people in it. There's a lot of minor, minor roles in this movie. It mainly primarily sticks with, a. Uh, I would say mainly just Andy Samberg and Kristen Milioti and J.K. Simmons in this movie. Those are the three main ones that you'll see throughout the entire movie.
1: Even J.K. Simmons isn't in it as much no. as you think.
0: Yeah, this movie is incredible. Um, it broke every record that Hulu had previously when this movie came out. The chemistry between the two leads is not amazing. And for those of you who don't know, Kristen Milioti was actually the mother in How I Met Your Mother. Um, that's probably where most people know her from. And then, yeah, of course, Andy Sandberg, you got Lonely Island, SNL, all those things.
1: Well, I, uh, I only knew Kristen from How I Met Your Mother. And honestly, I, I like her in this movie because she kind of gets to excel with more material. And I mean, she's just given more to do. Yeah. Like, and I think she nailed it. Oh, 100%. And then I know you mentioned Lonely Island and actually this movie is a Lonely Island produced film.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, they actually uh, it's Andy Samberg's company. Like the Lonely Island, they make a lot of feature films like they did Hot Rod and the Popstar movie. And this is another movie from their production team.
0: Popstar never stop, never stopping. Yeah. (laughs) Both great movies. Phenomenal movies, honestly. Andy Sandberg, I, I just love all of his movies. Um, this movie was shot in actually 21 days. It was kind of right beef. I think they shot it like right before the pandemic was really hitting. And then it was uh, just released directly to Hulu because of COVID. Um, and also to select like drive-ins and stuff that were doing that, which was really awesome.
1: Honestly, I, I never saw any promotional material commercials read anything about it i had no idea what this movie was about (laughs) so i didn't realize it was going to be like a time loop movie Mm -hmm. i mean it it basically you know groundhog day or edge of tomorrow you know stuff like that yeah but i mean this movie it was good but it it mainly just felt like a giant fever dream i swear this movie was just
0: a, a little bit.
1: Uh, weird. It was great. It was weird.
0: <laughs> I absolutely love this movie. I think this movie dives into the mentality you would have being stuck in a time loop. It doesn't ever say it in the movie. Um, the director after the fact has come out and said that before the movie even starts, that the main character is now Andy Sandberg, was actually stuck in this time loop for 40 years before uh, Kristen Miliotti's character gets brought into this which is insane. Reliving the same day, going to the same wedding for 40 years. <laughs> like that's gotta like do crazy shit to your mental health. Like you've, he's gotta be going insane. And I love the way that they play with that. And I love the conversations they have about that and how serious it gets. Cause it's something that's never really brought up in time loop movies. Like the only other one I've seen that really does that, that well was happy death day where every time she wakes up, she gets more and more pissed off (laughs) and she starts like screaming at the beginning of the day.
1: (laughs) Well, I, I really like the way they approach the time loop thing, like how it shows that Niles has been living with it for such a long time. Whereas like, normally in these movies we're experiencing it for the first time through the main character Mm -hmm. but this time it's cool seeing that niles is already doing it and we're kind of experiencing the first time thing through sarah's character yeah i I really liked like catching up to speed through her and it was i don't know like it, it continually surprised us rather than like just repeating the same day over and over in a mundane way. Like Mm -hmm. is, I I think this movie is a refreshing take on the concept of like a time loop movie.
0: Well, and I kind of like that. They kind of did it kind of like happy death day where they either go to sleep or they die to start the next day.
1: (laughs) That's so bizarre.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So if you're killed at the beginning of the day, you restart the day. It doesn't play throughout the entire day still. And he even talks about that a lot throughout the movie where he's even talked about like, Oh, well, Sometimes if you die in like really slow, painful ways, like if you die in the ER, it's the worst thing you could ever experience because you have to be sitting there dying for hours while people are operating on you and knowing that you're just going to have to restart the day again afterwards. (laughs) And it's like, Oh man, that's like terrifying. Like
1: like, rough. But I, I really do like Niles and Sarah's like, they have a great dynamic and like chemistry together. And Honestly, I feel like Niles' character has more depth than, like, a lot of Andy Samberg's other roles. And I I like kind of experimenting with that. You know, Andy Samberg is really good at what he does in his comedy, but this character has quite a bit of depth to it, and it's, it's refreshing. I like it.
0: Besides knowing it's a time limit, going into this movie blind really helps this movie. Like, not knowing a lot of the big twists and stuff. Um, I also yeah. think that for this movie, subsequent rewatches really help this too. Because you start catching a lot of the, the subtle things that you didn't notice. Like even like one of the first scenes, he's like walking through a dance floor at this wedding. And the way he perfectly moves to dodge everyone and not touch anyone and to drink out of someone's drink and to like, like span and dance with this person and to like pull a chair out for this person and do this. And then he even like at one point during that scene says like, Today, tomorrow, yesterday, it's all the same thing. And I laughed at that watching it the second time because I was like, oh, my gosh, he literally (laughs) says, like, I'm in a time loop. It's all the same. Who cares without saying (laughs) it at the beginning? And I'm like, man, that's that's hilarious.
1: Yeah. So I guess uh, before we move on to spoilers and get too much into it, I guess, how would you rate this film?
0: This one for me is a at least a must watch, must rent Um, for me. I'm going to buy this movie. I know this probably isn't a movie that everyone's going to probably want to buy. I don't know if I'd recommend this movie to everybody, but this is a movie that if you enjoy the kind of time loop kind of movies and you like enjoy dark comedies and kind of like dark I guess it's like a dark rom-com, basically, which is kind of a genre I've never really heard of before, (laughs) a dark comedy (laughs) rom-com, but Mm -hmm. it's kind of what it is, and I really enjoy that. I love all of Andy Samberg's movies, and I think the chemistry of these two main characters, like I said, is just perfect. So I think this is a must-buy, but I I definitely think for the majority of people, you should at least watch it.
1: Yeah, I'd agree. I'd say it's definitely worth the stream. And if you don't have Hulu, I think it is worth the subscription to Hulu just to watch this movie. It's it's worth it. It's a really fun time. And I don't know. It's, it's enjoyable. It's endearing.
0: Yeah. Um, it does have a lot of very real things in it. And it does have some triggering things. There is a lot of talks about suicide. There is suicide attempts in this movie. Um there is a lot of like really like I said this is a dark comedy this is very very dark and they get really real with decently graphic with some of the death scenes and stuff like I I wouldn't say for the faint of heart watch this movie if you are like really against a lot of that stuff sorry I like to always put those trigger warnings in there especially with like stuff with like suicide I know that's such a hard thing for a lot of people and even having to deal with someone who committed suicide in my life not too long ago it's a really hard thing to even like Every time I like see these things, I'm like, oh man, this is really hard for some people. And some people I've had conversations with, like, yeah, I, I hate even hearing the word suicide after my friend committed suicide. And I'm like, I get that.
1: So uh I guess uh with that we could move on to the spoilers. Yes. Do we do we know what we're doing next time?
0: Uh next time was Dungeons and Dragons, I
1: believe. Dungeons and Dragons. Woohoo. Checking out. So uh we'll see you next week with that. Hello? Oh, to the spoilers! (laughs) This
0: movie, man, it starts out in like one of the weirdest and funniest ways. Where like Andy Samberg wakes up and his girlfriend's getting ready, and you can tell like they have a really bad relationship, really toxic relationship right away. And he she doesn't really like care about what he wants, and he's like asking for like sex first thing in the morning, and she's like, "Well, you can just jerk off while I get ready." And then she can't find the ring that she's wanting to. Where so she's just sitting there shit 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 and he's like, I can't jerk off to this <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, What the hell is
1: this movie? It's it's a weird opening. <laughs> it's very,
0: very weird. Um, but then yeah, of course, we get him like going out into the dance floor and we see like some of the like the first uh speeches and stuff, and we get uh the bridesmaid speech was just absolutely terrible. And then uh, they're asking the uh bride's sister to give a speech and she didn't know she was going to have to which is Sarah's character and Andy Samberg comes in and steals the limelight and like oh I'll I'll, I'll save you you're drunk and you can't do this right now I'll just I've said uh, thousands of these speeches probably by now so I'll just go in here and say this speech for you and does this really amazing speech actually it's it's really really endearing
1: <laughs> yeah he actually ends up seeing this speech and catching the attention of Sarah and speaking to her afterwards. And I don't know, setting up like this little kind of spark of a romance there,
0: which I love. There's a scene afterwards where the, uh, one of the family members, like the grandmothers or something who's by and she goes, I've been to more weddings than you could ever imagine. And then under his breath, he's like, you'd be surprised. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that was the best speech I've ever heard. And I, d- I love that so much that, like, there's so many of those, like, tiny subtle things, like I said, where he's just like, you'd be surprised because he's been to this wedding for 40 years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, so after that, they since I didn't know what this movie was about, kind of threw me through a loop because it just seemed like a regular Mm rom-com. But he ends up taking Sarah out into the desert and they, you know, making out, starting to get a little frisky and whatnot. And out of nowhere, (laughs) Niles gets hit in the back with an arrow or a leg. Yeah,
0: I I think it's the either the back or like the shoulder blade or something at first. And then the leg or vice versa. Like,
1: he gets shot with an arrow. And that's what JK Simmons character comes. He's like hunting him down. And I'm like, wait, what is happening? It's such a weird well, turn.
0: And she does so perfect in this scene with her reaction. She's, As soon as the first arrow hit, Andy Sandberg has no reaction. He's just like, oh, fuck, not again. (laughs) And she's just like, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck? (laughs) And she's freaking the fuck out. And he just starts, like, running away from her (laughs) and trying to get to this, like, cave. And you have no idea why he's trying to get to this, like, cave place. And you see J.K. Simmons, like, chasing him. And then all of a sudden, like, she starts to chase. And they both... J.K. Simmons goes into the cave and like there's a bunch of like weird like orange lights and stuff coming on and she's like, What is happening? And she sees him like crawling on the ground towards the back of the cave. And she's like, Do you need help? He's like, no, no, leave. Please, just seriously, don't come near me. You do not want to come near me. Stay away. But she's like, You're bleeding, you're dying, you're crawling on the floor. You have three or two or three arrows in you at the moment. Like, you need help. Being the nice person, she goes to go help and then she goes too far into the cave and that's what traps her also in this time loop. And she wakes up the next day so confused because it started the next day over and she's like, wait, I already did this day. What is happening? Yeah,
1: it's that's when it starts (laughs) craziness. I
0: love this scene so much because he's going through his normal routine and then she just comes out of nowhere and starts chucking beers and i'm like what the hell did you do to me what is happening and he's in the pool and he's like oh god what's that
1: she's just hilarious in this film oh, like, yeah. I, I love how she and Miles kind of play off of each other like every scene kind of feels carried by their witty dialogue and their chemistry mm-hmm. but uh yeah he ends up taking her to i guess a bar to explain everything
0: yeah some like diner that's like a ways away from the wedding or whatever
1: he's explaining to her everything that's going on and like i tried to tell you not to follow me but you know because she's blaming him it's his fault and i mean it kind of is but he's like i tried to warn you Mm -hmm. and so he explains everything about the time loop and what the deal with it is and she doesn't believe it she's like you know I'm going to leave. And he said, well, don't fall asleep because it's going to happen again. She ends up falling asleep and waking up. and But she ends up, uh, after that, driving to her home in Texas. Yes. Right? Because they're in uh, Mexico.
0: Yeah, it's like Palomita or something like that. I can't can't remember where they're
1: at, but... So she ends up driving home and is like, I'm not going to fall asleep. And she falls asleep in Texas, wakes up and it's the morning of the wedding again. And she's in her, the bed of the, at the resort. And so she talks to him about, you know, have you ever tried killing yourself? And he's like, I've killed myself more times than you can imagine. And it's, it's just crazy how they get into that.
0: There's also that scene where he shows her the cave again. And I love it because at a certain time every night, the cave reveals itself and he's gotten it down to the T of when that happens. So he's like, stands up on this rock. He's like, wait for it. And then he puts out his arm and he's like, I am the antichrist. And then the cave opens. And she's like, what? The-? And an earthquake happens. She's like, what the hell? And he's like, just kidding.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I have
0: no idea what that cave is. It just appears. And it appears at this time every night. And that's how we start the loop back. And that's how I got
1: caught in it. Mm-hmm. And then they start one of my favorite scenes in the movie is coming up where like makes this montage of them just messing around having a good time. And like they have this choreographed dance mm-hmm. in the bar and dressed at like in like fifties or eighties, I don't remember, but they're dancing having a good time. And then like during the montage it also shows them uh they save the wedding because she says there's a bomb <laughs> and she pulls <laughs> a bomb out of the cake and throws it up and shoots it with a crossbow and <laughs> I it's, love that scene so much. It's such a ridiculous montage, but I love how it shows the development of the lead characters and their relationship and like driving the plot forward
0: it's it's really creative because if you were stuck in a time loop you would have to do something to keep it from being the same thing every time and then i love the conversations because she's like well have you how many people have you slept with he's like oh pretty much everyone here he's like i slept with this person i slept with this person i slept with that guy and she's like you slept with that guy and he's like did you fuck him? He's like, no, he fucked me. He was really, gen- really gentle, actually, <laughs> or something like that. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, that's so funny. And then he's like, yeah, I even had sex with your dad. And, he's, and she's like, what? And then it shows this, like, fake scene of him, like, flirting with her dad. And it's hilarious. But he's like, nah, just kidding. I didn't actually sleep with your dad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love how... With the time loop, it's treated as both a positive and a negative. Like The negative, of course, is they're stuck and they're in this situation. But I guess I love the positive points. For both characters, they have a lot of great development. But mainly for Sarah, because she comes to term with who she is and she grows from it. Like, she realizes that she has kind of made a shitty mistake before the time loop. Mm -hmm. And she just realizes she's not a great person but she comes to term with it
0: and that was such a great twist because that wasn't alluded to at all i felt like Mm -hmm. we have all these scenes and we have all these things and lyles like even says like this is the first time they've been together and he's like really liking that she's here and throughout this entire time too she also explains or like there's been a couple other times where jk simmons comes to try to kill him Mm -hmm. And he said that, Then they showed a little montage of it, but, like, they did cocaine together one time at the wedding because he was, like, a uncle of somebody. And uh, they ended up going into the thing together on accident. And J.K. Simmons blames him for trapping him in this loop, so that's why he tries to kill him all the
1: time. Yeah, because he's stuck as well. And... But uh, I guess I love, at some point, they get into a fight because she actually you know uh jk simmons character comes up and pulls them over in a cop car Mm -hmm. and is going to like get niles and sarah decides to mess with the cop and kills him runs into him with the car and of course that resets his loop but the one thing that niles butts in and says like we don't do that because he's like it doesn't matter if the loop resets you have to live with knowing the fact that you put someone through pain you killed someone and it's yeah. just this really cool realization like wow he he really cares about mankind even though he's stuck in this time loop like
0: well and i mean because like especially with resetting the day like if you killed someone you have to look that person in the eye in the next day yeah and that's so disheartening and the way he talks about that is so amazing and honestly, it's at this point, too, because she sandwiched him between two cars. There's a scene after that where Niles actually goes to go find him and finds Roy. He's at his house and with his kids and stuff. He's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, you're not going to like kill me or anything? And he's like, no. He's like, actually, when your little girlfriend hit me with that car, I actually, I it was a really long and painful death in the ICU. And I realized at that point of how much pain I've put you through and I realized how awful it was. And then he also realized like, you know, you kind of did something for me where I, I, I still hate that I'm trapped here. But to the same extent, I get to watch my kids and my wife every day at the same age the same way they are forever and he finds a beauty in it after his almost like his slow death experience and it's it's really touching and it's like really crazy and then we get a funny moment here where uh he's like all right you need to leave now though and he's like well i don't want to walk all the way back or have to pay for a cab or anything can you just kill me so i wake back at home and save the trip
1: for old times sake <laughs>
0: And he stands inside of a recycling bin. Yeah, shoots him with a crossbow.
1: <laughs> so good, but I I do love that scene because he points over to uh his daughter in their backyard. and He's like, she's gonna draw a picture of me later today, like a family portrait, and mm-hmm. it's it's beautiful. I can't wait for that. Yeah, it's just really heartwarming. But uh. I guess before all this happens, when he goes to visit Roy, that same scene, Niles lets it slip, um, oh, yeah. that he has slept with Sarah before. And when she asked him about all his sexual partners before, he said that they never slept together. Mm-hmm. And he actually lets it slip there. Like, you know, I, I shouldn't have done this, but he cares about, like he, he loves her.
0: Yeah. But... He actually is falling for her now that they're mm-hmm. actually spending time together. Cause before, it was a way for him to get human interaction. It was a way for him to deal with his situation, using all these people to satisfy his own needs. And then when he, she got trapped in the loop with him, he really realized how much he actually, like, cares about her and didn't want to hurt her anymore. And that's why he opens up about it to her. And yeah. She doesn't take it well. And there's there's a couple of times in this movie where you're wondering, like, why she gets so upset about certain things and why she's reacting so harshly about certain things and why she's trying to get out of this loop way harder than he is. Because he's like he gets to a point where he's like completely content now. Like him and Roy are at this place now where they're like, ah, bliss, life. I have the people that I love near me. and That's all I care about. And that's all I need. I don't need to move on with my life. I don't need to go to work. I don't need to do this. I have my, my family, I have my loved ones and that's all that there is in this world. And she is just like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Get me
1: out. Yeah. So I guess after that, she runs away, she ends up killing herself um, to reset her day and just disappears Uh, Niles can't find her anywhere so every day he wakes up he tries to find her and it's just weird but it turns out she left to go learn quantum physics (laughs) to maybe to maybe figure out how to get out of this time loop and it's just it's. It, it's quite funny but uh i guess niles yeah he he likes his loop because you know he fears the real world and he also doesn't want to lose sarah like he loves her and wants to spend his life with her
0: there's also times in this where the, she's even like trying to get to know him better at one point and she's bringing up all these conversations like hey like uh we got to get to know each other like what did you do to, for work before here and he's like i i honestly don't know and she's like you're lying and he's like No, really, I've been in this loop for so long, I don't remember what I did before this. And being there for 40 years, I can completely understand that. Not remembering what you – like because you've been doing the same thing over and over again and not having to do anything for work, not having to do anything for money or food. Like you could do anything you wanted to. You could have sex with anyone you wanted to, drink as much as you wanted to. You could kill yourself as much as you wanted. Nothing's going to change your predicament. He's done anything and everything that he could possibly do. (laughs) Yeah, I I would totally understand that. And it's just crazy to me. But – yeah, her doing the quantum physics, I love this scene because it's showing her, like, every day researching more and more. And she's even, like, uh, FaceTiming, like, scientists and astrophysicists and all this other stuff. And he's, uh, she's like, I have a question for you. And, like, one time on one of the Zoom calls, the guy's like, it sounds like you actually have all that information. And she figures out mm-hmm. how to possibly break the loop.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I guess I love when she's gone. It kind of forces... Niles to confront his feelings and, like, realize what he really wants. And so he ends up deciding, you know, he wants to be with Sarah no matter what. And she confronts him saying, I think I solved it. And he realizes, you know what? I would rather be with you and possibly die than to live in this loop forever without you. Because she realized that they can possibly wall into entering the portal, blow themselves up, and destroy the portal, mm-hmm. and it'll set them free.
0: Which is just a crazy <laughs> idea. She tries it with a goat at first, which is hilarious.
1: <laughs> yeah, and she says, I, I never found the goat. I think I solved it. You know, he blew him up. I, I never found him or his carcass, like nothing. He, you know, at first, he's Niles is against it, but he ends up deciding, like I said, he gives this really heartfelt speech that basically he wants to live every moment he can with her instead of living the loop without her. So he's like, you know what, either we're going to blow up and die right now mm-hmm. or we're going to make it out. Either way, I get to be with you in my last moments.
0: Yeah. One of the things, the, the last two lines of his really long speech, cause she's like, you get one sentence to try to win me back. And he does a run on sentence with a lot of commas and stuff. And he's like, uh, I'd rather die with you than live in this world without you. So let's see if we blow up and die. <laughs>
1: I just, yeah. I love that. Yeah, and she brings up, like, that is the most grammatically incorrect sentence I've ever heard, because he used commas, semicolons, colons, like, everything he could to make this whole paragraph speech into one sentence. <laughs> yeah, every time you would say, semicolon. <laughs> this leads to, I think, such an amazing climax. It's good, like, it, it shows them right in front of the portal. They, like give each other like a last kiss. And while they're kissing, they hit the button to these explosives that are strapped to their chests, not knowing if their plan's going to work to set them free or kill them. And it's just like, it's, it's really well shot scene.
0: Well, especially because right before this, um, so this last day, cause she had planned for it to be her last day. She tried to have the most perfect day she could. She actually gave the best speech that she could for her sister and felt how heartfelt it was. Um, We didn't mention either. The big twist um, that was really dark in this movie was that she had actually, the day before the wedding, slept with the groom (laughs) who was her sister's fiancé.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So... Every morning she woke up, she would wake up in the groom's room in that bed from having slept with him the night before. And that's the main reason she wanted to get out Mm. because she hated reliving the moment that she made that mistake.
0: Well, and even as happy as she was getting with Andy Samberg or Niles in the movie, she would wake up that morning and just feel immediately like a shitty person again. And you see that once you actually get that twist and you're like, wow like Damn. that was not something i expected we also didn't bring up the dinosaurs but it's a fun little thing that people try to just try to figure it
1: out <laughs> yeah there's this point what during the montage of everything they're doing that they're sitting around a campfire eating dinner and stuff near the portal and then suddenly you see some like a bunch of dinosaurs walking by what like long necks or whatever they're called yeah,
0: brontosaurus
1: Ah, uh, they're long necks from Miami uh, yeah, Touring. exactly. Land before time. <laughs> Little foot. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's the most bizarre thing. And I guess... Uh,
0: they were on acid during that one.
1: Were they on drugs? Okay. Like, I didn't realize because, you, like, you see these dinosaurs and they're pointed out. I'm like, what? The, it's the most bizarre thing. And I'm like, well, maybe the portal is, like, some weird thing. But... The reason why I I don't know if I agree with the whole drugs thing is because at the end of the movie, they've survived the time loop. They're now living their lives together and being together. But then before the end credits, in the background of the desert, it zooms (laughs) out and you see the dinosaurs walking by. And I'm like, wait, so were they real or not?
0: (laughs) See, and that's the thing, because like, I thought it was completely a drug thing because he even said, like, I think it's the acid is why we're seeing the dinosaurs at first. I think that's some somewhere along the lines of the line he says. And then at the end of the movie I was like, but wait, that why they're not on drugs now? Like why is why is that happening now? That's the weird part. And so that's where I'm wondering like if some sort of like time dilation because of the time loop they are able to somehow like see visions of the past or I don't even know. That's just my
1: that's brain. <laughs> The the dinosaurs at the end, let's say the dinosaurs were also caught in a time loop. By blowing up the portal, maybe it's possible that the dinosaurs are now in our time <laughs> Ooh. just walking around the desert in the
0: background. That'd be funny. It's only
1: like three or four of those brontosaurus or whatever. So,
0: Speaking of possible others in the time loop, my second time watching this, I at the end of the movie, there's a point where uh, that Nana that said that he had a good speech says something that where i was like wait was she also trapped in the loop because it seemed like she knew that they were both doing the day over again or something like there was something that she said i can't remember what it is off the top of my head but i was like wait is she part of the loop too because that would be interesting like more people were trapped in the loop but they didn't know
1: possibly yeah like i didn't i didn't really even think about that i just thought it was the three of them that were stuck in the loop but uh it's it's a really good ending to the story mm-hmm. because you know they both decide to live their lives and deal with who they are and they grew from that experience and Yeah. I just it's it's a really good unique time loop rom-com. Oh
0: yeah. It it's such a bizarre movie. I put this movie in the same like ropes as like a uh, spontaneous Like, it's kind of that kind of a movie where it has a lot of, like, serious undertones, but a lot of, like, really good comedy, but really good romance and touching love story and stuff, too. But in this weird world where everything is so bizarre and no one has an explanation for anything. And that's one of the things that I kind of love about that movie and this movie is they are just that entirely. They're just so unique. Like, I've never seen a movie like this. I've never seen time loops done this way. And I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy the way they did it.
1: Yeah, it was really fun movie. So I would I would definitely say it's worth the watch.
0: And probably by far, Andy Samberg's most serious role ever. Because even though he has a lot of comedic moments in this, the way he does his comedy, it just feels more natural. It's not like, because like in movies like Hot Rod, he's very much acting like a very a dumb character, like a goofball. Same with pop star never stop never stopping that feels very lonely island it feels like an snl sketch this felt like him actually acting in a movie
1: well like his comedy like he's he's really good at comedy but like even in the funny moments like you can feel the real person that is behind those Mm -hmm. funny lines like the sadness and everything that's going on like it's yeah i don't know yeah yeah i think you're right it's one of the deeper roles i've seen him in i mean i'm sure he's done a lot of other stuff but I mean, I've only ever seen a few of his things. but And I mean, I enjoy him a lot.
0: I know there's one other rom-com that he's in, and I just got it recently. Oh, I know he was in that. That's My Boy with Adam Sandler, but there was also another one. I think it's like Celeste and something.
1: Either way, go check out Palm Springs. Great movie.
0: Well, I think that's pretty much everything I have for this one.
1: So I guess we will see you next time.
0: Bye!